0: Welcome back to the show, guys. You're listening to Lindsay, Evie, and Jai. So excited to talk about sales today. We're talking about sales consultations, online, offline. So much good content. You're going to want to stick around to the end because there's lots of bonus stuff at the end. So my name's Jai. You also may have remembered me from episode 218, which is a great episode. We talked about a lot of stuff and I think you should rewind after this episode, go back to that one, but excited to get into it. I'm also talking at the Hart University conference that's coming up, massive lineup, and there's going to be so much good stuff. So welcome to the show.
1: Photographers, I'm going to tell it to you straight today. One thing Lindsay and I have noticed over the years of coaching so many photographers is that many of us spend a majority of our time stuck behind a computer, editing, calling, delivering our photos, which can actually lead us to not focusing on the overall growth of our business or giving our clients an out of this world experience. But the good news is that it does not have to be this way. Today, we want to introduce you to partner. Unlike other photo editing companies, Postpartner is designed to partner with you for the long term as you grow your business. They pair you up with a dedicated editor committed to learning your unique style. You get direct access to your editor to build a collaborative relationship without having to manage a staff member in-house. So let's get you out of your editing cave so you can get back to growing your business and getting your life back. To get started with a free trial, go to postpartner.com forward slash heart and hustle. That's postpartner.com forward slash heart and hustle and use the code heart and hustle for $200 off your first order. Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay.
0: Let's get into today's show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jai, welcome back to the Heart and Hustle podcast, friend. We are so excited to chat with you yet again.
0: Thanks for having oh me. Oh my gosh!
2: Literally, Jai, when you were on episode two eighteen, um, you 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 were the first guest that was ever like, "Can I do my own intro?" And we were like, "Hell yeah, you can!" And then he get, he did it again, guys. This is just Jai. Every time he's on our show, that is going to be his special role. No one else can do that.
0: You, you have to stand out somehow, you know. Oh, and, right. um, well, because it's like
2: when people are people are listening to the episodes, and then they come to this one, it's almost like a jarring. Like, wait, what? That's not Lindsay or voice. It's great.
0: They're like, wait a second, am I listening to Make It yeah. Break You? Oh no, Yeah, it's not. exactly. Um,
1: <laughs> shake them up, make them, make them well think and wake up a little. Them. It's amazing. Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh, I should have I, I should have started like that. I should have been like, "You're listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break." <laughs>
1: it's all good. Be like, "Wait, wrong Wait. script." Okay. You're listening to the heart
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's got your music underneath, you know. It's so bad. then people really don't know people what's going really
1: on. People really be confused.
2: Okay. Well, for anybody that might not have listened to 218 or didn't hear that you are one yeah. of our main stage speakers for the Heart Conference this fall, can you just give a deep dive intro into who you are, what you? do and all the good stuff.
0: Okay. So my name is Jai Long. I am a business coach. I was a wedding photographer for 10 years. It's 5.30 AM here in Australia. I've got (laughs) no pants on. I've been dragged out of bed (laughs) and I do it because, because I love making an impact. With what I know, which is not much. <laughs> what things that I do know is, <laughs> things that I do know is, um, I've been an entrepreneur for 16 years now, and since that time, I've been bankrupt. I have been a millionaire. I've been everything in between. I've been homeless. Um, I've experienced a lot of sacrifice, a lot of hardship. I've experienced a lot of success, and from those learnings, I've been able to guide a lot of people along the way and help them in their journey, which has been a privilege for me to be able to help in some way. So, everything that I teach is all stuff that I've done, and I don't teach anything else. But, um, I wish I could teach other stuff, that'd be cool,
1: <laughs> right? Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, trust us, Jai. What you know is plenty, and we are really <laughs> excited. So, at the conference, you are basically giving us a deep dive of sales strategies mm. and like how to be yep. non sleazy, anti sleazy, keep it simple, but also like strategies that work, that convert, that actually you know serve your audience, lead well, to the sale. Can I actually all of share that.
0: something right here? Yeah. You know, when you say well, when you say non sleazy, the really interesting thing is. Everyone avoids with tooth and nail to not be sleazy, but by default, because no one knows sales, they end up doing the sleazy Mm. things. And so Mm. that's what breaks my heart. It's just because they don't know. So they'll do something. So so here's an example, and I've probably shared this one before, but it's like, it's like under promise and an over deliver. So this mm-hmm. is like a sales tactic from like the 80s and 90s where it's like you're, you're basically starting off the relationship with a lie. So that way you're going to blow their minds and they're going to refer you more work. And then because of that reason, um, you know, so we think it works. But the problem is these days, like if you under promise, you're just not going to get the leads. You're not going to get the
2: Oh, the like work. on the front end?
0: Exactly. And if you start the relationship with a lie, like it's not a good way with your clients, you know, so you should be upfront and let them know what they're actually getting. So it's really interesting because in this space, I just see like everyone's like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't like sales cause I don't want to be sleazy, but I'm like, well, because you don't like sales and you haven't actually learned them, you probably are yeah. doing a lot of old sleazy sales mm-hmm. tactics. So just yeah. wanted to put that out there. Cause I know most oh, people go so like, good. that's not me. No, that's so
2: good. I had never actually <laughs> oh, looked so at good. that phrase like that way or that way in the sense of when you're promising mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. you're intentionally not promising what you know is the truth. Like, I think I've always
0: thought of it. Yeah, we, and and then deep down, why are we doing it? It's like we're holding back because we, we're like going, well, then we can really over deliver and we don't have to do too much extra mm-hmm. work. And then we're going to get a good referral and a good review. And then we're going to get more work. And and so really all these things that we we don't even know why we do them and why we teach them, they literally do come from sales trainings from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. And it was like those sleazy car sales guys going like, do this. And then at the end, give them an upgrade. You know? Oh, so true. So what
2: would be yeah. offer? Is it just yeah. to give all the value up front?
0: Overpromise. Like, so if you overpromise, so for instance, if I was gonna to listen to your podcast, if you underpromise go, yeah, it's all right. You could listen to this podcast. We've got Jai Long on there. He's okay. Like we probably won't give you all the secrets, but you know, whatever. <laughs> and then they get on the podcast and then they're like, oh my God, this is way better than they said. Like, and then you overdeliver. You're gonna have less people listening to your podcast. So if you overpromise and go, you know what, I'm gonna make the best podcast possible for creative entrepreneurs. You gotta to listen to this thing, we've got the best guests out there. Then I'm going to listen. And now you have to show up and deliver. Mm. And so it makes you work differently, right? And instead of taking the easy route and just going, oh yeah, well, now I don't really have to deliver too much. Like I didn't tell anyone anything. Now you have mm-hmm. to actually deliver on that promise because if you don't, then that's just bad business.
2: I like I like That's, that's like a positive. Spe- I like that you're almost a- attacking the mindset of that phrase.
0: Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. And it expands how, how good you are in a lot of different ways. And I actually get a lot of fight back on this because... Um, People will say it it leads to burnout. Like if you just keep showing up like that, it'll lead to burnout. But the opposite leads to burnout. It's not doing enough leads to burnout. There's no one that I know that's so passionate about what they do and they show up the best version of themselves and then they're burnt out it's the person that knows they could have been doing more and then they fell short and then they're feeling burnt out because they're sitting there Mm -hmm. going, I could have posted more. I should have done better on that podcast. I should, you know, and then it's, it's those should haves and then you living in your brain and living in your mind. It's the thing that leads us to burnout.
1: That's so interesting. I, I completely see where that comes from. It's like, Hey, if Mm -hmm. you're, if you constantly feel like you're falling behind, not doing enough, you know, it's that feeling of repetitive, this might sound harsh, but repetitive feeling of failure that can lead us to feeling like, okay, yeah, well, I'm just going to throw in the towel versus if you feel like I am working hard at something I'm passionate about and I'm seeing, you know, the results or the impact or whatever you want to phrase that as it's like inspiring. It's Uh refueling. It kind of ignites the fire even more.
0: Well, and to be clear, like I feel this every single week, so I'm not I'm not throwing mm-hmm. stones anywhere, outwards. It's all inwards, and I know for me, every single day, I'm like, I wish, I, like I at the end of the day, I'm like, I could have posted a reel and I didn't, and then yeah. I'm feeling overwhelmed because I'm thinking about how I should have, and and then the work that I need to do, opposed to if I just got to work and did the work, I don't feel overwhelmed. I feel um, accomplished, and I feel oh, fulfilled, yeah. and I feel gratitude. And I feel a lot of other things, but I don't feel overwhelmed. Mm, That is so good. Okay. Well, I mean, do you guys ever feel that?
1: Yeah. I think, I think it's the, there's this tension before you actually get into work. It's, it's the resistance. (laughs) It's like the principle of resistance before you actually get into (laughs) like what your work is. It's the dread Mm -hmm. of doing the thing that actually feels mm. the most draining. It's like once you actually oh, sit down and begin yeah. the task, it's not that draining. you start feeling refueled. Well, especially like if it's you aligned line or something that you love. Fired. Yes. Yeah. I guess that, yeah, that's, that's true. Cause if you're doing something you hate, like if you're working in, if you were called to be an entrepreneur or like you were born to be an entrepreneur and you were working a you desk filing job in, No, I was going to say
0: And then you go to do sales.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go to the opposite extreme and be like, you're totally in the wrong industry at a nine to five corporate job. But yeah, sure. Let's talk about sales. Jack.
0: <laughs> well, just thinking like, it's, it's, I mean, sa- sales is a good one because it's um. so yeah. we, we get overwhelmed with stuff we don't know as well. So for instance, we could be having a sales call right now. And so you guys could be clients, you're getting married and then you come to me. I'm feeling overwhelmed at this stage because I'm like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to convert them. I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to like my prices. I don't know if they've even seen my price guide. You know, so then you feel overwhelmed because overwhelm also is like us not knowing and then that means there's just too many options. Like there's, there's yeah. not a strategy mm-hmm.
2: there. No, that's so good. That's true. Well, okay, you are speaking on sales, yeah. like Evie said at the beginning. You're speaking out on sales <laughs> at the <laughs> yeah. Heart Conference this
0: we well, see, 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 how I just turn that towards. I know, towards
2: it it was, it was client console, mm-hmm. Jai. Yeah. You're, uh-huh. Uh huh. So here's here's my pitch moment. He's speaking at the Heart Conference in Dallas, Texas, on October 10th through 12th. He's gonna light up the stage like a freaking fire. Um, but although you, when you were talking, Jai,
0: geez, you're over promising here.
2: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then and then we're gonna have to force be forced to like bring it. So yes, he's gonna blow you all away.
0: Absolute
1: yes. fire. He's going right. to change your businesses. 100. percent. He's
2: going to.
0: Can we it. have fireworks on the stage? I guess so. Um, yeah.
1: I mean, it's a why yeah.
0: Metaphorical.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to the event Yeah. In the, or, yeah no, we'll talk about. Uh, no. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we wanted today to kind of hone in a little bit on on obviously the general topic that you're going to be speaking at in, at the conference, but going niche for this conversation on the topic of client consults because I think that's something whether people are a photographer or any honestly service provider that offers client consults to you know book somebody that's a tricky uh, just thing that a lot of people don't or they just struggle with. I think of like, well, what, what's, I don't again, want to be that slimy person. Uh, and, and I don't know how to speak <clears throat> to clients on a call. So we're going to jam on that. But I literally had the thought, could we almost like on this podcast, like almost like me and Evie pretend to be a couple or, or I don't know, like one of us, I don't care, but like, and yeah. then like is the photographer and we pretend, I don't know. You can just, you
1: do you can like, just grill a, me. What? Yeah. You want to do a whole spot?
0: Well, actually you could have. So um, one of you guys could be getting married and the other one's a mother-in-law. That's really painful. Oh,
2: wait. Oh, <laughs> wait. No, I love that. I love that because...
0: Over, We've had so many just, of like, those consultations. I, we literally <laughs> just
2: did a solo show yesterday that we recorded for photography horror stories. And there were many stories of just like overbearing, either overbearing wedding planners or overbearing mother of the brides.
1: Mm-hmm. Can,
2: can, can totally. I, okay, I want to be the overbearing mother of the bride.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Lizzie's like, I will put on hold the on, acting on. Before, pants before we I... get to that, should we cover the basis? Like, Jai, like, break down why yeah, client consults are so important in the sales process.
0: Okay, so there's a few things here. Let's start off at the very beginning. One thing is we need to know how people use our, our client journey. I think that's really important and how people use the internet as well and how people book other things in. So mm-hmm. I do think sometimes um, I believe too many people think that the client's phone call or the Zoom call or the meeting is more important than it really is. And so because of that reason, they convert all the time on those phone calls and they put less work into their website, into their contact form, into their price guide, into their initial email, onto their thank you page from the contact form. And really, the reason why, if you're out there right now and you're listening and you're like, yeah, man, I never book anything unless I get on the phone with them. And when I get on the phone with them, I book them every time. Now, I can tell you why. It's not because you're on the phone with them. Um, I think that's a limiting belief it's because your website didn't show you and there was no desire there was no connection like real connection if that's you so you good. can automate that so there's no reason why you can't automate that so that's um so but when I'm teaching in like my programs and stuff I say what someone wants to know this is what I learned okay and just to preframe this I and I did talk to you guys the other day. I said I, I shot 5,000 weddings, which I didn't. I've shot 500 <laughs> weddings. Um, it was like 501 <laughs> weddings, I think. Thanks. Um, but, but I've done around about 1,500 client meetings. I've done a lot of client meetings and I bombed on a lot of them. And at the end, I was like converting all of them. But what I realized was, especially at the end after getting good at doing this, is everyone that walked through my door was going to book me. I already knew that. People didn't waste their time online, you know, like uh, talking to service providers that they didn't like and they didn't believe in. So because of that reason, I had a confidence because I didn't have to sell them there, but What are they looking for? Okay, so the thing that they're looking for, if we go into the psychology of stuff, first thing, they walk through the door and they're like, okay, this is what they're thinking in their head. We've seen your portfolio, I loved it. The work is amazing. Like your your Instagram's flawless. I love all the things. Okay, so are you a creep is question one in their head. And (laughs) are you socially awkward? Okay, these are really important questions, I think. I think these are the very top because you're going to be hanging out with their family. Mm. Um, So, like on a wedding day, if we're talking about wedding photographers, but this can apply to anyone anywhere, um, but you're representing them. And so, when they walk through the door, it's like your body language. How do you greet them? How confident are you? How do you hold yourself? Where do you sit in the meeting like, and what are you navigating? So that's so that's number one. It's just like I know when people are coming through. So we can automate that. You just do that by simply putting some videos on your website. If you have a phone video on your website, especially on your homepage where it's just in portrait mode as you talking to your phone, it dramatically increases conversions because all they want to see is they want to see you. They want to see mm-hmm. the real you and it feels like if it's on the phone video, not recorded it's there's like so many studies done, and I've and I have done it as well. Um, if it's a polished video, it just doesn't convert anywhere near as good as just a phone video because then they feel like they're a friend, mm. and that's what sales is. This is what the thing we're trying to do here is connect, and we're trying to do that on yeah. autopilot. So if I'm sitting there on my phone and I, I literally say like, "Hey guys." My name's Jai. Welcome to my website. Have a look around. Check out my portfolio. Um, you can go have a look at the blog, lots of resources. When you're ready, go down to that contact page, fill out that form. It's going to take you about 30 seconds. There's, and once you do that, I'm going, to, I'm going to be in touch within about an hour. So let's do this. You know. And so then I'm telling them what to do so they don't have to read anything. And then it's what they're doing is they're looking at my body language, the way that I speak, my smile, the way that I hold myself. And right there, they're like, oh, I feel like I know Jai. Mm-hmm. and it's the most important thing because just like when someone wants to buy a ferrari they imagine themselves in that car and it's hard to get them to not imagine themselves in that car it's hard to get them to not to buy that car even if you try and reason with them that you know mm-hmm. you could buy a house you could buy a lot of things with that same amount of money so our job is to get people to imagine us on their job on their wedding day at their engagement shoot at you know, teaching them on the course, like whatever it is that you do out there. If you're a graphic designer, you designing the thing, them working with you. And once they can imagine that and you, then you've done your job and then they will book you. So I think that's one of the most important things. I mean, just some bonus tips here is like if you don't have a video on your thank you page, you're leaving money on the table as well. So if someone fills out the contact form and it doesn't set expectations and say when you're going to get back to them, then you're just causing anxiety. This is just some bad, business practices. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It should say, you know, easy steps, three easy steps to get in touch with me. Step one, fill out the form, make it really easy. Step two, go and check your inbox and wait for me. It's going to take about 45 minutes. Step three, read the email, download your price guide, you know, so making it really easy for them because they've never booked a photographer before and they don't know what Mm -hmm. it's like. And once you set those expectations, they don't need to go anywhere else because they know that their inquiry is safe with you. Mm
2: -hmm. Then
0: it should redirect to a thank you page. And you need to do this. If you're not doing this, it means you're probably not doing digital marketing right. Because if you're running Facebook ads, Google ads, um, Bing ads, you know, whatever it is, um, you have to have a thank you page because to track the lead, it needs to redirect to the thank you page then it triggers the pixel and says, oh, someone just got in touch and they got in touch from your ad. Um, And then you can scale your ads, right? Which is a whole nother story. But on that thank you page, you can have a video. And so on that video, phone video again, like, guys, thank you so much for sending me an inquiry. I'm so excited just to let you know once again, one hour and I'm going to get in touch with you, like no matter what I'm doing. And if I can't, I'll send you a text message. No problem at all. Also, I've got a blog. So I want you to go check some of those out. And if you're interested in albums, I want you to go and check some of those out. I've got two links below. Spend your next hour looking through my website, right? And so now you've automated everything. You could actually on that thank you page, you could just book someone. Like you don't actually have to have... A meeting. If you do this, and I've tra- I've transitioned a lot, like under a hundred photographers, but a lot of photographers from when they used to have a lot of sales calls where they got really busy, and we've set up this system so then they no longer do sales calls. People just book them in, <laughs> and it and it works because mm-hmm. it's the thing in autopilot. People know that now. Mm-hmm. So just pre preframe that. I think there's so many things that we can frame So here's another thing. At every step along the way, you always need to make one sale. That's all you need to do. So a Facebook ad, what does that sell? Well, it sells a click. It's all it sells. It doesn't sell your services, doesn't sell people on you, doesn't sell how amazing you are, doesn't sell your portfolio, doesn't sell people on a wedding album, doesn't sell people on upgrade, a click. And then they get on your website. What does that sell? Well, that sells, that sells you and your services. Okay, cool. And then they send you an inquiry. They get on your contact page. What does that sell? Well, that sells the facts that you have to get in touch through that contact page or the chat bot or whatever it is. So it makes one sale. That's all you have to do. You don't have to talk about everything else. You know, my style's this, my style's this, and that, and this, and just the one sale. Then they get to your thank you page. What? Just one sale. Show it to the, the meeting, you know? Oh, so then they get to your price guide. What does that sell? That sells your packages. That's all it's got to sell. Then they sold on your packages. So by the time they get in touch with you, they're already sold on you. They're already sold on your packages. They're already sold. And so what we do wrong is we don't meet our clients where they're at. So when they walk through the door, we think, man, now I need to be a salesperson. So I put on my suit and tie and become that sleazy salesman. <laughs> and I'm like trying to sell to them. Where when they're walking through the door, they're not, that's not where their energy is at. At all. It's completely wrong. And so you will never sell to that person if you meet them with the wrong energy.
2: Yeah. Okay, so
0: that was all pre frames. That, that all good? was
2: brilliant. So oh my good. gosh. So good. Okay. So good.
1: Continue.
0: So I wanted to pre-frame that so that way you get the whole story. So when they're walking through the door, you understand the context now. So you know now someone that's – so I'm sitting in my studio. I'm imagining this right now. I've got this – I've got a green velvet couch. I've got two really nice wedding um, prints behind me. I've got a nice glass table. I've got all my albums out. I've got some sparkling water. I've got the whole thing, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for them. Um, I know by the time they're walking through the door, just like I said, They've been on my website, they've seen me talk, they've looked at my portfolio, they got driven to my contact page, they've seen my video on my contact page, they've filled out the form, they've seen my thank you video, they looked through everything else, they got my well-crafted price guide, they scheduled themselves in. I've got another page that goes out. Uh, I've actually like, so I've got a, a scheduling page so if they want to meet me in real life or in person, which is just like a secret page on my website. And that has like, if they want to meet me in person, it's got like um, the map so they can see where it is. You got to do all the work for your clients, right? So I go here's where you can park. If you don't want to meet here, we can meet at a cafe. Here's where you can mm. park. Here's the times that I can do. Here's what to expect. You know, here's the price range. Here's the menu. You can put that mm. in there. Um, and then for online, it's like here's what to expect. It's going to be a twenty minute call. Here's your Zoom link. This is what to. This is what we will be covering. Blah blah blah. So I always make sure that. All those sales are done before someone walks through the door. So when they're walking through the door, they've already parked the car. I know that. I know where they've parked because I told them where to. I told them where to walk to get to where I am now. I told them that they can stop past and get a coffee if they want to as they're coming through. So I've crafted the whole thing. And then they walk in, knock on the door, and they go, Hey, Jai. And then what do you think they're thinking when they first walk through the door? What do you guys think?
1: I don't know. I would think it would be... Like what's going to happen next? Discomfort. This is a new person. Like mm-hmm. I don't really know them. What's this connection going? But look if he like? did all of that, I almost would. I would feel more assured. I would be like,
2: whoa! Like I'm almost eager to meet oh, this Oh yeah, guy. you definitely feel that. Yeah, he gave me parking. Yeah. He oh, gave yeah. me the menu. Like it. That that's going yeah. way far above and beyond. Literally anybody. I almost am yeah. curious how this translates
0: so, to virtual calls. Yeah. Well. Um, so you're both exactly right. So 50% is like, man, jazz got yeah. me. That was amazing. And then 50% of like, I don't know who this person is. Fuck that. <laughs> so Yeah. So that part of them though is when they're walking through the door and they're going like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know if I should ask for a discount. I don't know what price is the right price. I don't know if he does engagement sessions. I don't know if he's going to be able to deal with my mother-in-law. I don't know if he's going to deal with Uncle Bob. He's got a camera. He's always in the way. I'm really embarrassed about Uncle Bob. I wish Uncle Bob wasn't coming to my wedding day, but he is. I don't know if eight hours is going to be enough time. Like, Has he even really thought that You know, i wake up at 5 a.m. and maybe he should be there at 5 a.m.? So there's, a, there's so many questions, but here's a question yeah. they're not really asking themselves. They're not asking themselves like, "Oh well, Jared better sell to me right now because I don't have the budget for him and he really needs to put a hard sale on. Yeah. You know, he, I hope he gives a discount. So we, we sort of sometimes we sort of drive on that, but it's not that at all. Yeah. And so my job, and whether it's virtual, whether it's in person, because it's both exactly the same, and I will talk about the virtual aspect of it, but they want to just feel reassured that they're making the right decision, feel safe, and in human nature, they want to feel heard and understood. And if if we meet their basic desires, then they will book uh, us. Because mm-hmm. I know that because they've already seen the price guide. They've already seen every, they've seen everything else. So we're good to go. So when they walk through the door, the first thing I do is I always set expectations or this is on Zoom, I set expectations. So the first thing I always do, I learned this because I used to have like client calls that went forever and people, you get people that just don't stop talking. I'm a busy entrepreneur. I just don't have forever (laughs) to spend with my clients, unfortunately, I wish I did. So I would say straight away, okay guys, this meeting's going to go for 20 minutes. I'm really excited. I get to dedicate this time to you and because it's only 20 minutes, I'd love to dive in to what makes, um, like, tell me about you guys and I'll let them talk. And then once they talk, um, usually people put out a thread, they'll put out a bunch of threads, which will allow me to, you know, take the conversation one way or another way. Yeah. So that's just good conversation. Whenever someone talks to you, so this is actually, this is, I mean, let's dive into this for a second because this is like, if we're having client meetings, if someone said to you, um, Hey, Jai, like, where are you from? And I said, Byron Bay. You'd be like, oh... Well, I've never been there, and it just stops the conversation. So Mm. when we're having conversations with people, like you always want to, if they ask you a question, there's got to be lots of threads there. So if you said, "Jai, so where are you from?" I'm like, "Actually, I just moved to Byron Bay because like it's so much warmer up here, and there's a lot of beaches. I'm also a creative entrepreneur, so I get to be on my computer, I get to work on a lot of cool things. And right now, I'm a business coach, and I'm impacting people, and do some virtual events and stuff like that. And it's just the perfect place to do that. Now, if I answer like that, now there's a, a, so many threads and so many things that people could catch on to because my clients could say, Jai, I love the beach as well. Or Jai, I work online as well. Or Jai, I love that area as well. Or Jai, I love hot weather as well. Does that make sense?
2: You're, yeah. You're basically doing so, like, almost like human to human interaction psychology. I love
0: this. Yeah. yeah I'm just <laughs> teaching you guys how to talk.
2: Yes. We're here for it.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now let's be real, entrepreneurship can come with its ups and downs sometimes. And sometimes we just need someone to help us navigate the emotions that can come with putting our heart into the world via our business. Enter therapy or counseling, the tool so many of us can utilize. Whether you want to learn more about yourself, learn how to set boundaries, process the emotional toll that entrepreneurship can take on you work through past difficult experiences or trauma, or even vision cast and set goals for yourself in your future, therapy is not a one-size-fits-all and it is an incredible tool. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's
2: entirely online, which is amazing, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heart hustle today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash heart hustle. All right, entrepreneurs, let's face it, you're in a pickle. You're not attracting your ideal clients because your brand visuals are just meh at best, and you're not showing up as the professional ready to make their life 500 times better. Do you honestly feel like your website just sucks? Like your branding feels like you created it in Microsoft's Paint? Anyone else remember Microsoft's Paint? Is that just me? <laughs> okay. And your your client experience just overall feels like it's seriously lacking and you just need a change right now. But let's be honest, you're not ready to drop 8K on a custom web and brand design. Well, don't worry. That's where we come in. Introducing the
1: solution to all of your website struggles, the Heart Shop website templates. Now we spent hours designing these customizable, professional and conversion intense website templates with our incredible designer, Sarah Crook of Elizabeth Designs. They are so incredibly easy to use and customize with ShowIt's user-friendly interface. Yes, by the way, you can easily learn how to work with ShowIt, even if you've never touched a website or any design platform before, And you can change literally anything you want. No more being limited to squares on your website. It's a drag and drop system that is freaking easy and looks incredible. Oh, oh, you want more information? Cool, I got you. The templates come already SEO optimized with copy prompts from Lindsay and I included. Yeah. You don't just get nonsensical filler text. You get bomb education and prompts from Lindsay and I to help you wow your potential clients and crush your website copy. And we designed a variety of these in different styles so you can find the closest match and then tweak it to make it fully your own. If you're ready to save thousands
2: of dollars and hours upon hours upon hours of your time and get clients flooding through your website you need to check these out. So grab yours at theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates. One more time. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash website dash templates.
0: <laughs> it's funny though. This is really important to know because when you're in a client meeting, you're nervous. You forget how to have mm. talk. I watch client meetings. I've literally sat in and like I've actually watched client meetings. I've had um, mentees ask me to do it. And it's like that. They will just go like, "Hey, so congratulations on getting engaged. Have you seen my price guide?" And they go, "Yeah, I have seen price guide." And they're like, "Oh, what do you think?" And then,
1: "Oh Lord, <laughs> you That's know, so yeah, cool. exactly."
0: And then I'm like, "Oh, okay, okay." This is... And no wonder. The... And then at the end, they go, "Yeah, they're really hung up on the prices." And then um, they ask for a discount. I'm like, "Yeah, because you talked about prices. That's yeah. the only reason why." So you see the conversation. Yeah. Um, so we need to know that as well. So that, I mean, that's another thing too, is whatever we talk about is what they're going to be thinking. So for instance, if I said to you both, so who's the mother-in-law? Oh, I'm
2: going to be, I'm I am Lindsay. I've entered the chat. <laughs> hi.
0: Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hi, Lindsay. <laughs> um, and then so, so Evie, you're getting married. Right? Congratulations. That's amazing. It's, um, it's really
2: important <laughs> to me that my daughter has the most beautiful day ever. Okay. I want you to know that, Jai. It's
0: yes. Really- yeah, I completely agree. Um, <laughs> okay, so if I just started going in, so if we're having a conversation and I start talking about pricing, or even if you guys start talking about pricing, um, that's where the conversation is going to go. But I can change it up to a million things. So for instance, yeah. I could say to you guys like, hey, Lindsay, have you looked at that price guide? and have you thought about which packages work for you and does it work with your budget? And what are you going to say? Lindsay,
2: am I still the mother-in-law? Yes. Yeah, you are. Was, oh, right. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what was the question? I'm so sorry. I'm... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm just talking about prices yes, with yes, you. Yes. So I'm saying, so have you looked at that price guide? Like, are you got any questions with that? Like, is it, it fits in your budget?
2: Um, yeah, I had a couple of questions. So what all is included exactly in, in this specific price?
0: Mm. Nightmare. Yeah. right? So mm-hmm. now, now we're just talking about prices right. because now you're going deep on Well, Especially so when you phrase the, when the, you the things- question
2: to me in that way, it's like, it made me start thinking exactly. about the price. As the formal, like uh, there's a forefront in my brain.
0: Exactly, and so if if we drive the price, like the conversation to price like that, it's all you're going to be thinking about. And now you two are probably going to have conversations about it. And now Lindsay's thinking, well, I'm actually not happy with this price. Like I think we could get a better deal Mm. here, and Mm -hmm. everything else because we're on that. So if I change the conversation, I'm like Lindsay, what's the most important moment for you? On the wedding day. And then you might say, well, it's actually like, I really want to see my daughter get married. Like I think that's what her walking down the aisle is the most important mm. thing. I'm like, I agree. And you know what? Like I'm going to put extra emphasis on that. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I believe as well. And so like when I'm th- what I'm thinking is we need two photographers for that because if that's the most important moment, I actually think we need a photographer at the back and at the front to really get that know. dress and really get your reaction as well. Like what do you think of that? And you probably go like, that's exactly what I want.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, good.
0: Because it's nothing to do with the prices or anything. It's just what do I want, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, better. yeah, we can, we can drive the conversation into a trillion different ways. And so meeting them where their energy at, here's the other 50%. So before it was just like anxiety and everything else. But the other 50% is my clients usually, like they love me. Let's be honest, you know, by the time they find me. <laughs> And they're like, "Oh my god, I'm going to meet Jai. I've been following him, creeping on him for like six months now. My partner didn't even know that he was going to be our photographer, but he is going to be <laughs> our photographer. I hope he's as cool as I think he is. Man, my wedding is going to be so amazing. I can't believe how cool it is. I can't believe the like the venue that I got. I can't wait to tell Jai about it. I can't wait to um, I can't wait to you know fangirl over that album and tell them how I really love Jessica's album. Like that one was just amazing." And so they're so excited about their wedding day. And imagine if they come to me and then I'm just like, so have you looked at those prices? <laughs> yeah. And it's just different energy, yeah. right? Because yeah. now it's like, whoa, that was, that's not what I thought Jai was going to be like. I didn't think yeah. he's going to be diving into that. Mm-hmm. So instead, I pre-frame in my head. I've already sold to them. I don't need to sell now. What do I need to do? Mm-hmm. Well, I need to get to work. That's number one. Regardless if they paid me or not, who cares? If you work for 20 minutes for someone for free, who cares, right? So get to work. First thing I'm going to do, okay, guys, I'm going to let them talk for at least 15 minutes of this of this 20-minute call and I'm going to say, what's the most important thing? What's the least important thing? What are you most excited about? Who's coming from where? Who's traveling the furthest? Who's the youngest? Who's the oldest? So these are the questions I ask because I, it helps me craft the best coverage possible. And then from there... At the end, I will re, re basically replay everything that they just said to me to show them that I'm mm. listening. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so we got we got Uncle Bob. He's got the camera. No worries on that one because I'm going to have a good conversation. With Uncle Bob, I'm going to make him feel comfortable. Like good job because I was really nervous about that. Don't be <laughs> nervous. Like we'll have a chat. You know, I'll I'll get him to come and have dinner with me, and we'll we'll talk about lenses. Sort of, <laughs> right. And so with every objection that they have, I'm going to go through and I'm one by one, and I'll talk those um, objections straight back to them. I'm like, I know, because what I'm saying is I know you feel uncomfortable with this and this is how I've come about it because they're going to ask me stuff like, Joe, what are you going to do if it rains like a backup? Hey, it rains all the time for my clients, you know, and rain is a pretty normal thing. It's nothing I can control. But one thing I know is my clients never had, like not had a good time on their wedding day because some rain came around and it makes for some of my favorite photos on wedding days. It gets wild. And they're like, oh my God, that sounds like adventure. It is, you know? And so all I'm doing is I'm just letting them know that I got yeah. you. That's all. That's all yeah. I'm saying. I've got you. It's like you, you're you recrafting
2: like you every up. kind of answer everything they say in a, in a nice, healthy yeah. way, but back to how awesome you are yeah. at the service and experience you're providing <laughs> and how much you got them.
0: Yeah. And so, and things I don't talk about is I don't talk about me. I don't talk about my style. I don't talk about, I don't talk about me at all. So sometimes they will say like, so Jai, tell me about your style. I'm like, What do you need to know about my style? And they're like, well, you know, it's like a weird question, right? Because what Mm. am I going to say? Well, I'm a documentary wedding photographer. You won't even know I'm there. Like I'll just say, you don't need to know my style because I will be there. You're going to feel comfortable. I make Mm -hmm. you feel comfortable. And then I'm going to deliver photos that's going to blow you away. Like that's my style, (laughs) you know. So what else do you need? Like you've seen my portfolio. I'm not going to talk about Mm -hmm. my editing style, am I? I'm not going to talk about how I'm like rolling around on the ground, creeping. And I always say, I like, I pose you enough to make you feel comfortable, and I don't pose Mm -hmm. you too much so you feel comfortable because I don't want you to feel awkward. I know some people out there, and they say that they're documentary wedding photographers and everything else, and then you don't know what to do with your hands. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to do that to you. I've got Mm -hmm. you right. Yeah. And so, I like, I'm just it. relaying back exactly what they want. So, then it's time. Oh, so other things that I do is I always do a bit of pre research. So, this is online or offline, whatever it is, but a bit of pre research. And pre research could be I looked up the venue and I looked up the parking or where they said they want portraits. How far away is that? Um, is there an event on that day? I've had nightmare wedding days where there's been like a big event, marathon going through the city, and I didn't know. Um, oh, Lord. I look up accommodation. Is it peak season? Is it a holiday destination? Things like that. So then at the end, because I've already done the work for him, I'm like, okay, so there's a few other things that you said. You're getting married in this holiday destination called Byron Bay. It's a beautiful place. But in that time of year, which is February, it's actually really hot and it's also the rainy season. Now, two things here. Accommodation gets booked up really quick. So what I want you to do after this meeting is I actually want you to go and start researching some accommodation for your friends and family and give them a short list. You need to get onto this as fast as possible. Now, the second thing is Yes, it may rain. So I want you to talk to your venue about what we can do if it does rain and how we can work that out because it literally does, all of February it does rain here. So I let them know that because they're usually tourists and they're coming in. And they're like, Jai, no one else, everyone's so hung up talking about themselves and you have actually talked about me and my wedding day. You're invested. Mm. You're working. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm working right now. So all you need to do now is you've got to swipe that credit card. Now the next thing with swiping the credit card is – I actually, and this, this is a bit of a secret. This is this is a bit of a sales secret that I'm going to share with you guys. Mm. Yeah. I don't let them choose what package they want.
2: Oh, that's mm. team. I tell
0: them which package they need.
2: Based on what they told you? No,
0: I'll tell you why. Yeah, based on what they are telling me. So i tell you why. Because they come in, they go, we'll see if we can get the cheapest price or whatever it is. Um, yeah. Or we'll get this package, we'll get that package. And sometimes, like with my clients, because I shoot more like high-end weddings, a lot of the times they're trying to book a package that's too big for them. It's too expensive. You know, so this is not about upselling and downselling. This is about best serving. Mm-hmm. So at the end, I will say, hey, have you thought about the prices? And you've looked over it, yeah? And they're like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, so well, I've got I've actually got three prices on there. I want to tell you the one that I believe best fits for you. On the email, you said you're looking for all the bells and whistles and the biggest thing. And I think that's actually, that package is just a little bit overkill. My suggestion is we drop back to that middle package and here's why. Or you said that you're thinking about that smaller package. Or you said that you are having uh, international guests coming in and it's a big day. Now, based on those things, I actually think the biggest package is going to be the one for you. And here's why. You don't need to go for that one, but I'm going to give you my recommendation. And if I don't, I'm not best serving Mm. you. Now, if you don't do this, if you don't sell them what they need, this is the huge problem that we get. I see a lot of people, they say, man, my clients are not happy because they expected me to be in two places at the same time and the venue was so far away and there was so yep. much traffic and they wanted more detailed photos because they did DIY everything on the, on the whole wedding day and they did this and they expect me to be able to take all those photos. Of course they do. <laughs> they got to expect you because you set expectations, right? Mm-hmm. So overpromise and over-deliver. Deliver. So what I will say, regardless of the price or not, if someone come in and said, Jai, I'm really excited. We've spent thirty thousand dollars in styling and the stylist man. Other thing is, I've got a couple of friends coming from New York, and I just haven't seen them for a long time. I've got my my grandpa's coming out of a retirement village. Like this is probably the last family gathering we're going to have with him, and it's going it's it's pretty big. It's got two hundred people. So I would say, based off that. I'm looking at the biggest package. Now, I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. It's actually cheaper if we get the biggest package and I believe you're going to need at least a second photographer. But you know what? I'm also going to throw in another photographer. That's a, I've got a friend that does detail photos that can come in for an hour to the venue before everyone comes in and just take all the detail photos. So none of those are overlooked and you can actually send those to your favorite vendors and I bet you'd probably like that, yeah? Like, oh my God, John, that's amazing. Yeah, and so with those two photographers, it means when I'm shooting with you guys, those friends coming from New York, we will be able to actually get those friend photos. And I'm going to, to spend extra time on those family photos. If this is the last time your whole family's together, this is actually so important. Now, I know you said you didn't want to spend too much time on those family photos. So I'm going to spend as much time as I can with you, with them. And then I'm going to get my second photographer to get those amazing family photos and the photo of your grandpa. How's that sound? Like, John, that's exactly what we want. Okay, good. That's the package for you. Now, all you need to do is swipe that credit card. Let's get to work. Does that make sense? Oh, this, I is love it. this
1: is this is so, so good. Impressive.
0: Imagine if I was in insecure of my prices, mm-hmm. and they told yeah. me that the, they told me that same scenario, and I, and then they were like, and we're thinking about the smallest package, and then I'm like, oh, they got no budget. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can, I can do it. Um, yeah, yeah, I can yeah. do it. I can do it. Yeah, smallest package, uh, no worries. And you're thinking in the back of your head like, well, they need a second photographer. Like they're going to need more things and you don't sell them those things, then what happens? Well, they came to you as a professional. You didn't act like a professional. You didn't sell them what they actually needed and then they walked away disappointed because they would have paid more for what they wanted rather than paying less for what they don't even want. Because if they pay less for what they don't even want, and this is a funny thing, whenever someone says that my price is like, it's a little bit out, I always upsell them. Because Mm -hmm. I don't give them discounts, I upsell them. Because what they're saying is, well, it's expensive because that package doesn't have what I want. Yeah. Right? It doesn't meet what they Mm -hmm. want. And so if I Mm -hmm. change and go, hey, based on what you just said, and I know you said my price is expensive, but just bear with me for a second. I've got a custom price here. It's two grand extra. Now, I know that may be a shock, but have a listen to this. You also said that... Video is an important thing for you. I actually have a videographer. And if you book us together with the videographer, you're actually saving about $3,000. So mm-hmm. that's the first thing. The second thing is if you don't do this, like you stand to lose this and this. And yeah. so from there, I actually upsell people because they're like, you're right. That's It's a better deal, more expensive than it was when it was cheap, what I don't want. And yeah. people don't know how to... Um, Hey, guys, this is like 6.30 in the morning for me. I don't know why I got so much energy. No, I'm sales, like literally, I
2: was, I was I like about it. projecting like, y'all, this is him at literally like 5 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
1: almighty. <laughs> wow, Keep going. Oh,
0: man. <laughs> I, I just realized I'm like, I look at it and it's been an hour, and I'm like, okay, like I'm way too obsessed here. What, like, what, what is going what, on? It, Have you even asked me I a question know. yet? And like, No, because
1: this, this, we didn't <laughs> need to. We didn't need to open our dang mouths today. Hey, also, while I trying to like literally role play when <laughs> I didn't even need to do that. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. I think something you put it out too, Jai, that I just want to like kind of highlight and accentuate even more. Like, everyone, please go listen to this episode like four times and take notes and come to the conference yes, please, in Dallas because this is this. just a sneak peek of what like,
2: imagine what you get when he said anyway, and has had breakfast and it's like <laughs> you and had
1: a, a full night of a, a sleep, sleep and in a room <laughs> Oh yeah,
0: man. Next level.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. But no, something you said that. I feel like I hear from so many photographers, is everything that you're saying is like, oh, everyone always worries about price. It's like, okay, well, A, you're accentuating price. But something else you're pointing out is I've had so many people who ask me like, oh, Evie, do you include second shooters in your packages? And I'm like, no, but I shoot with a second shooter 99% of the time. And they're like, well, how do you do that? And I'm like, because I communicate to my clients what that looks like, I hear what they're wanting 99% of the time, exactly what you're saying, Mm -hmm. Jai. They're wanting all the moments captured. They're wanting a full documentary style. They want the family and the interactions and the guests and the, you know, the details and all these things, which who really doesn't want that at a more traditional wedding, you know, an elopement's a little different, but, but like at a traditional wedding, I just communicate it to my clients. And I say, Hey, here is what comes with this. And like you're saying, you know, I will communicate, all right, this is everything you want. I think this is the best package for you, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then if they're like, well, you know, I think maybe we'll just leave the second shooter off. It's, you know, an extra upcharge or whatever. And I'll be like, I totally get that. I understand budgets at weddings, you know, money can, can go out fast, but I will tell you, you said you wanted blank, 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 blank. And if, you know, there's only so much, I, as one person, I'm, I'm a, good photographer and I'm confident in my work, but I cannot be two places at one time and you will lose out on some shots. And I promise a second shooter will fill out your gallery. So beautiful. Like I tell my friends, I was like, I'm not just trying to get more money from you. I'm not just trying to sell you on something right now. I, at my wedding, I had a second shooter at Any of my friends who are getting married, I tell them, you need a second shooter. Like, I believe in the Mm. power of a second shooter so much. Like, I'm communicating to them. And if they choose, I've had some weddings who are like, you know what? I'm not going to go for a second shooter. I'll be like, okay. But I communicated it to them. So they're not going to be disappointed in my service because I told them, all right, you know, here's something that you're wanting. You're choosing to leave this opportunity Uh on the table. And, you know, that's up to you at the end of the day. I'm not going to push you into something, but... You know, I, have communicated that you're not going to be disappointed in the end at my results because I've shown you exactly what my results will get you.
0: Yeah. And you know, like the best sales in the world, when we're talking about not being sleazy and exactly what you're saying there, Evie, is you have to be honest.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: And so if you're sitting there and you're going, oh man, I, like I really wish I got a second photographer that's just not going to look as good and you don't communicate that, then what do you think is going to happen? Like,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> It, that's some sleazy sales stuff right there. You got them over the line because you're trying to work mm. with their budget. Like that, yeah. you shouldn't have taken their yeah. money if you think that you couldn't have done yeah. the best job possible. Like exactly. unless you tell them that you can't do the best job possible, which I tell them that literally like that. So the way that I yeah. say it is sometimes people say like, Jai, we can't afford that bigger package and we can't afford second total. I'm like, good. You know, my budget sometimes like actually on my wedding, I, I blew the budget by like $20,000 funny enough. But honestly, if... What you want from me is this, I can deliver that. That's no problem. All I was letting you know was the best case scenario of coverage that I can do. And just dropping down from there, like obviously I'm one person, but I've shot a lot of weddings just by myself. I can work with them. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so exactly. as long as they know what to expect, then we Yeah. We're good.
2: I feel like the overarching yeah. theme from this whole entire conversation is having like huge confidence and assurance and just like, standing firm on who you are and what your service is and knowing like mm-hmm. what to give your client as, as far as like what the best fit for them is like it's valuing their, their story and, and yeah, what they need. Cause I think mm-hmm. you just said it earlier, Jai, but like so many of us like out of our insecurity of what our own businesses or what we provide or our service or whatever it is, we don't give them the actual best answer or the best,
1: you know, fit for them because we're scared. Yep. Mm-hmm. we're just, we're just trying to make any sale.
0: Right. I know. And actually t- I think I did them. say this to you guys before. Um, maybe on that last, did we talk about sales last time that I was on here? I don't know.
2: I think we, but, I don't but remember actually,
0: I don't. Well, regardless, of whatever to 18 is, what it, <laughs> listeners can tell us. <laughs> but regardless of that, that one, like one thing you should never like even ask on your price guide, like, please don't do this. You're killing sales. Do not ask for mm, a budget. Yep. Yeah. please and this is like me begging you like please stop killing your sales is what i'm saying yeah. to you like and the reason being is because no one actually has a real budget and all you're doing is you're saying like hey thanks for getting in touch what's in your wallet and it's the most sleazy thing you can do because you're not changing to their budget anyway and yeah. your, their budget has nothing to do with you and your services and your value it actually has nothing to do with it and so why put yourself through the the turmoil of like oh, someone contacted me and their budget is like half of what I charge. You know, mm. and then it's, it's like a price thing. It's never a price thing. And here's just like a bombshell secret that I think a lot of people don't really know is if someone's having a client meeting with you and it's in person or it's online or where, wherever it is, and they say to you, you're a little bit out of our budget and we're going to keep looking around, you're not out of their budget at all you haven't communicated your value because they wouldn't have came to you and sat there with you for 20 minutes if they couldn't afford you. I don't go to the Ferrari dealership simply because (laughs) I'm like, I can't afford the Ferrari. (laughs) I'd love to drive it, but I just can't (laughs) afford it. I'm not going to sit there for 20 minutes with someone, right? We just don't do that as people. And so they've done a study. I reckon it's around about like 96.5% of people We'll always use the excuse. you're out of our budget, but it's something else. Yeah. You haven't yeah. addressed something else. You haven't sold them the thing they actually wanted. You haven't listened because if you listen, people want some like people want something, and if you listen to them, you can serve them those things. Does that make sense? And so I think it's just really important to know because if you do know that, it kind of pulls you up in your BS because if you're having a meeting and then they go like, oh, you're a little bit out of... Like if someone says to me like, Jai, you're a little bit out of our price range at the end of this meeting. I'm like, oh, okay. So tell me, like what would get me in your price range or what are you looking to spend and what are you looking to get? And you know, so I'll start asking them follow-up questions on that to see where we can go with mm-hmm. it because there's something that I've missed, some value, yeah. and the easiest way because they think that you can never argue with it. If they want to get out of it, they just say like, "You're out of our budget." That's just me saying yeah. like, "Sorry, you didn't sell." Yeah. Yes, like I couldn't yeah. see the value.
1: That's good. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh, Jai, I'm just sitting Ooh, here, we so be mind blown. <laughs> oh my lord, <laughs> you you literally just walked in and said, "Here, hold my morning coffee." Also, yeah, yeah. Just- hold on. Okay, I want to yeah. give some more tea.
2: Before we hit record, Jai was like, what are we talking about today, ladies? Like that was, he did, not have, he did not have like an essay to prepare him on this. This was him at 5 a.m. said, what are we talking about? We said consult calls and he said, hold my
1: beer.
0: <laughs> Literally, I was like, what we're we talking about?
1: I love <laughs> it. Oh my, oh my gosh. Okay. Jai, can you give us a tiny, as we're like preparing to kind of wrap up, can you give us like a little Mm -hmm. snippet of, if this is what you talked about on this podcast, what are you talking about at the heart conference? Like what's, what's your kind of direction of conversation (laughs) or like session there that people can expect there?
0: Well, I'm going to probably walk up on stage and just before I'll, you guys will be like, Jai, are you ready for this? We've got this. And I'll be like, yeah, yeah. And then I'll I'll lean over to Evie there and I'm like, hey, Evie, what, what am I talking about today? And then Evie's going to be like, Jai, I mean, just talk about sales. Goodness, and I'll be like, oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I got it. And then I'll walk up and I'll be like, all right, guys, sales. <laughs> Who's with me? <laughs> um, oh, okay, it. yeah, this is a good thing to sort of end on as well. And like, I think a few things, like I actually don't know what I'm going to talk about, like to be honest, because... I think um, the landscape changes so often with sales and I learn so many new things with when I'm having sales and stuff. So when I'm teaching, I'm always bringing like the stuff that is like fresh in my mind of exactly what I'm doing with sales. Now, I can say I am actually really good at sales. It's one of my superpowers. I've always been good at sales since I was a kid, only because like, um, like I grew up in that time when we were like homeless and my dad was a um, drug dealer and stuff like that and there were so many times when i had to survive mm-hmm. and to survive you have to make sales because we make sales all the time now yeah. this is a this is a way to look at it no matter what we're always making sales like i had to the biggest sale of my life was asking my wife to marry me that was oh. a massive sale <laughs> right oh. huge and so a sale that i'm making right now is i'm selling you guys on my value i'm showing i'm like hey guys i got value here i can be on your stage like sale I am selling myself when I'm when I'm talking to someone, when I'm um, hanging out with my friends, like we, we are always selling, right? We're selling the version that we want out in the world. We want connection, we want acceptance. Now, who sells the best? Well, I think personally, the people that sell the best are the ones that are the best versions of themselves. The ones mm. that show up with so much passion that I'm like, I don't know what coffee you've been drinking, but I need some of that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I don't know what you're doing over there, but so, like I need more of whatever's going on. I need to talk to you. I need to listen to you. I need to be in the room with you. I need to work with you. I need to pay you some money. I need something. And I think about that all the time. I'm like, if someone is fully in with the flow of doing the things that they love to do the way that they do it, then they're so passionate that they show up and they, they can light up a whole room. Mm-hmm. And that's sales because that's sales not done sleazy. That's just you being the best version of yourself. Uh-huh. And so what I think about sales is how can you become the best version of yourself and how can you share that with people? Best version, I mean, for me, I'm like a really honest person, too honest sometimes. I told you guys I'm not wearing pants right now, right? <laughs> so some, Sometimes I'm just too honest. And I and I think about that and I'm like, for me to be my superpower, is, it's like I... I'm not going to attract everybody. I know that. I know that I've got haters online. I know that, you know, I'm and I, I'm selling, to, I'm still selling to them. I know they're going to turn in the fans. <laughs> but it's, it's me knowing that like if I show up authentically to me and I yeah. fully enjoy, there's no, there's 0% resistance every single day and I enjoy all the things that I do, then, and I'm speaking my truth and I'm speaking truth to my clients, then I know that, I am doing good business with them and they they literally cannot be sleazy sales. Yeah, Like -hmm. it cannot be. I overpromise them because I believe that that's just me believing in myself. Like I believe in myself so much that I'm like, I know I can overpromise you. And regardless if I've got energy or not, I'm going to fucking show up to deliver on that promise. I know that. Mm -hmm. So I can say like, I'm going to get on that stage, man. I'm going to be so nervous. I know that. I'm going to be so scared and i'm still going to get up and i'm st- i'm going to put that to, to my side and i'm going to say like i know i need to serve you guys right now and how is how do i do that and and yeah. you know what can i bring you right now that's going to help you in your business and your journey and if i do that regardless if you liked my presentation or not it actually doesn't matter because i was authentic to myself and i delivered what i needed to deliver does that make yeah, sense that's so amazing good.
2: oh my gosh yeah. guys He's gonna bring it as he, as we've said. Um, <laughs> you have been absolutely incredible. This literally, I don't even think we asked a question. We said, Console calls, and you said, Yes, go. All right. Um, that was just <laughs> mind blowing. Thank that was, you. That
0: was the easiest interview, I know, ever, right? Seriously, I, right? I, <laughs> like, I have
2: to sit back and sip my tea or water. No, that <laughs> was-, <laughs> it
0: was so funny, too. There were so many things like, um, little questions or little things that we'll, or even I talked about, and I was like, Ooh, there needs to be a whole podcast episode on this actually. Yeah. Like straight away, you know. And like you're like, oh, even like you know, you need the confidence to show up. Like, Ooh, I need that. There's a whole com- there's a massive conversation around. Yeah. It. Like, let's dive yeah. into that. That's but yeah, it's just oh, endless. Isn't it, it really just, is. Oh, you get endless. in with some energetic people like yourselves and then and then um, you know, you just get passionate about stuff. <laughs> oh and my gosh. You just can't hold back. A
2: hundred percent. Oh it, it. you you I cannot wait to meet you in person. Like I so so know. Stoked. Stoked. <laughs> Guys, if you do not yet have a ticket to the heart conference, it's in Dallas, Texas from October 10th through 12th. What are you waiting for? Like the time is now you can't afford not to be in the room. Frankly, um,
1: your life and business yes. will change. This is me over promising. And then we're
2: going to rise to the occasion. Just like Jai said. <laughs>
1: Yes. And you can get your tickets. Yeah. The link will be in the show notes and we would just love to see you in the room. Jai is going to be there. He's going to deliver as well as another incredible lineup of speakers. So Jai, oh, do you want to share? The lineup is,
0: is wild, isn't it? Like I'm so oh, excited to so be good. just in that room with people. Yes. I can't oh, believe it's it.
1: Gonna be, it's going to be so good. Um, yeah. For those, Jai, who want to like, maybe this is their first encounter with you and they're like, who is this guy? I like him. And they want to connect with you, get to know you before the conference so they can meet you in person and have done their previous research on you. Where can people connect yep. with you and find with you?
0: Yeah. Um, and the easiest spot is, well, easy for me, not, not for you because they can't talk to me, but on my podcast, <laughs> it's easy for me because you can, you can listen to my one-sided conversations, you know? So I'm just me yes. talking to me. So my podcast is called Make Your Break. And um, yeah, that's a good spot. I (laughs) love it.
1: Amazing. Jai, thank you so much for your time. I cannot wait to see you in October and we are going to party hard on the business (laughs) entrepreneurial train.
0: (laughs) Hey, one really funny thing just to um, set expectations, which is really funny, is I'm actually an introvert. So (laughs) Perfect. It's funny. It's it's really funny because whenever people meet me in real life, they're like, man, I thought you were going to be like just yelling at me the whole time. And I'm like I'm passionate about the things, and i and I extrovert myself into the times when I need to extrovert myself. Yeah. But in yeah. general, I'm usually just cruising about by myself doing my thing, you know? so, it's funny, but you it. will that's, see both sides of me no, for sure.
1: That's, that's perfect. <laughs> We're excited for all sides of Well dying. I feel like we have
2: a yeah, lot of people awesome that yeah, are everything. coming that might be also introverts. And so they can resonate so hard with your
1: energy. We can all
0: hang out like awkward turtles in the corner in the and by like each other, and like not talking, <laughs> drinking tea. Oh, <laughs> We're all perfect. looking out like with little, little eyes, like just judging everyone else. Or, mm. <laughs> those extroverts, the extroverts over there of having themselves. too much fun yeah. yeah it'll be great I can't wait
1: oh my gosh we're so I'll be the excited. ringleader
0: of that okay group. perfect
2: perfect <laughs> awesome well Jai oh, have that. a great rest of your day just because this is this is the morning you've already like dropped absolute fire so go
1: enjoy the rest of your it day it goes downhill from here you're
0: done
1: for the, <laughs> <end>. <laughs> done for the, the day now. you delivered you can go back to sleep <laughs>